Hello, and welcome to the North Church Parent Podcast. I am Candy Jones, the North Kids Director, and we are so excited that you have joined us today. If you would, um, take a minute and like and subscribe to this podcast. And once you've listened, think about a few friends you might want to share this podcast with. I'm here today with my friend and small group co-leader, Erin Schmidt. Hi, Hi, everybody. Tell us a little bit about you. Um, I, like Candy said, I am here at North. I'm a North family. We met long ago when she was my small group leader, um, and now we co-lead together a bunch of wonderful moms. I have two kiddos of my own, Cooper. He's seven, so he loves being in North Kids upstairs this year. Um, and then Emma is four downstairs in the, you know, element or pre-K hallway. So that's me. That's great. All right, we're going to dive in today. Today we're going to talk about family devotions, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's start off. What is a family devotion? What What are we talking about when we say that? Family devotion, I just time together with our family obviously it's in the it's in the the title um and then but our family with god so just spending time together in god's word and uh focused on that with no distractions so so what are some of the goals of family devotions so as a mom my biggest goal is just to help my kids see that god is a member of our family he is with us he's in this with us and he's fighting for us to um as individuals but also as a family so that's our time to bring him in and help our kids get to know god and his heart for us and meet jesus um so that's my biggest one as a parent and then just as a person i just want a little direction like you know it helps me to have good direction as a parent to be a better parent and learn how god is parenting me so i can help parent my kids so it's kind of twofold my own little lesson for the day and my kids too that's good that's yeah. good so aaron has kids that are a little younger than my kids mm-hmm. so we kind of have some different perspectives or maybe i should say i was there and now i'm here um, I, I, don't, I don't know if I led well, but I definitely am here now. Um, and I totally agree with you. Like spending, when your kids get older, it's harder and harder to spend time together, you yeah. know? And so even finding the time to spend that time together, sometimes like when they were younger, I remember we used to do this, do this a lot more often. Yeah. And now it's a struggle. It's a struggle for us even to sit down and have dinner together sometimes. So, right. man, these times together are so, so very important. Yeah, I would agree with that. And like you said, my kids are younger, but even I'm starting to see us move forward into that busier schedule. And so I am trying really hard to lean into just the routine of this so that it's just a rhythm for our family that we don't that we can, it's just easy for us to fall into and continue even when we are busy. And that is something the kids like miss when we forget because it's easy to. What, what does the time look like? Like when, when do you do family devotions as a family? So my favorite is summer because our days are a little slower. Right. I'm a teacher, I teach preschool. So um, I'm, we're all at home together. So we start our day with it. We eat breakfast and we do our devotional. Um, now my husband misses out on that and as a parent that's it's hard it's a bummer that they, we aren't always all doing it together but during the school year it's more like right after dinner um and i think i was intimidated at first thinking about this like oh it has to be this big half hour but in reality it's not it's five to 12 minutes you know 
and if one of my kiddos has a question that they're really stuck on, maybe it's longer, but it's, it's usually just kind of a small grounding conversation and reading, so. You know, I was at a friend's house, a common friend's house, and uh, we were talking about the devotional she had on her kitchen table, and I asked her when she did their devotionals, and she said at dinner time, mm-hmm. and it was like a light bulb mm-hmm. went off, and I was like, dinner time? We do eat dinner together. That's a fabulous idea. So for us, that's when we have found, that's when we have time together. Like for the most part, most nights of the week, we're sitting at the kitchen table and my kids are a little older. They can read so they can help us read the devotional, talk talk about it together, whatever it is. But I think you really just have to find what works for you. And it might change. Like I said, like in the summer, Mm -hmm. I love to do it in the morning because honestly, my fun and challenging son needs that good direction in the morning. (laughs) Like he needs a purpose and a point that we're, you know, something I can point him back to during the day. And I really love having it in the morning, but school, like we're just, you know, three of us getting ready for school and out the door. It's just not a reality. We don't eat breakfast together, but dinner is like awesome. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So how do family devotions help us to disciple our children? Oh, in countless ways countless ways I love that it's just teaching our kids about God with like no pressure it's not like you just flubbed up and now I'm trying to like lay into you with the word of what you messed up like this is just foundation it's just base and it's just a daily thing or you know most daily promise we're human and we forget a lot but um it's just discipling without even realizing it I think we we tell them, and my biggest benefit that I've learned is that it opens up a window for me to share mistakes I've made or times that I have turned to God or just really stories that relate, and I don't even realize that I'm kind of discipling them and sharing my own story and then how that helps them see, oh, mom's human. Like, it's she's even struggled with this. And um, so just one-on-one time together with that intention, you're going to disciple them without even realizing it doesn't have to be it's church time (laughs) you know right right I think our biggest job as parents is to disciple our children huge I mean and I think sometimes that's scary what does that even mean (laughs) right Mm -hmm. but really it just means teaching them about God like teaching them the ways teaching them how you relate to God, right? So family devotions can definitely be a way to guide them in that direction for sure. Um, Yeah. I think it also just opens up conversation. Like they're expecting you to come, you know, have conversation back and forth with them. And so it just makes it a natural thing. So one day they do have a question or they are concerned, like they already know you're willing to chat with them about the hard things because you, you've talked about them and, that's just a baby step in discipleship too. Like they need to be able to go to someone when they're struggling, not just when, you know, things are great or when they're learning, you know? Right. I think too, it's important for us to teach our kids what we're learning, right? So I'm going to give a quick plug for Aaron and I's group, Tuesday mornings, mom's group. Uh, we meet here at the church. There's childcare provided. And um, last year we did a study called get out of your head. And I remember having lots of conversations with my girls. My girls are 10 and 13 about the same thing, about how we have these thoughts and we have to either spiral up or we spiral down. And like that was a, that was a big dinner time conversation for us, you know? 
conversation piece for me and, and my oldest because he, he likes to spiral down when he's having a hard time. And I always, I still have that book and I well, bring it out and it, it's so helpful. It is. And I, so I think, I don't even think that you have to really try new things and like dig deep to find all these new resources or no. anything just like what, I mean, discussing the sermon at, at church that Sunday or whatever it happens to be. Like it doesn't, it's, it's all about discipling your children and how we disciple our children is they learn from us, right. our experiences. A hundred percent and talking with us. And I, like you said, the, even just talking about what they, what we learned in, we call it big church, you know, the adult church. Mm -hmm. Um, and then having them, you know, look over the, you know, info sheet that they come home with. It always, it, it's inevitable that something during the week relates back to their info sheet. And it's like pinned on our board at home with our Bible study stuff. And I'm like, hey, I, I feel like this verse applies here. Like, let's right. talk about that. So just like you said, you don't have to go looking for a hundred different things and change your whole life. Like you already come home with that sheet from church. <laughs> just read it and talk That's to your kid right. about it. That, you that, already come that home with that parent cue. Every single one of your kids should come home with that parent cue and it'll tell you exactly what they learned at church with the memory verses, um, the big idea from that Sunday. So yeah, the, these are all resources that we give to help you to disciple your children. Just one more way for sure. All right, so how have you seen devotions impact your family? There's probably hundreds of ways that I don't even know. But the biggest one for me is there's always something to relate back to when something does go wrong. And I personally have just a hard time not jumping straight to a punishment. Like, oh, this was a personal attack on me. But really, you're a human and you make mistakes and that's okay, just like I do. And so because that we have these devotional times, it's just easier to have a conversation and say, hey, how does God feel about this? Like, what is he saying or what does he tell us about this situation and what should we change based upon it? So I guess it's just changed our family in like more of a gentle approach to learning and fixing mistakes and things like that. Um, I also just think the togetherness in conversation is really good because my sweet, sweet baby, he just really will shut down and not want to talk when he's upset. But because we have that rhythm of like, man, has this ever happened to you? Or have you ever felt this way after reading, you know, devotional? He's a lot more willing to open up and say, yeah, yeah, mom, you know what? When my sister does this, I get so angry and I just want to ooh, hit her. But it says right here I shouldn't. And this is why. So um, just that's good. Reasons other than me. Mm -hmm. Mom saying, I told you so. Don't hit your sister. That's like, so good the word says, you know, mm -hmm. and he knows that. And that's easier to point to than my mom told me not to. Yeah. And I think, I think you hit on something right there. Like not only is this helping disciple your kids, but it's helping discipline them too. Right. Like they, our kids crave routine, mm -hmm. right? And they need to learn how to live this life. And it's not an easy thing for them to learn. Like it's we're not still easy learning. for us, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So it, I mean, it really is those times that you can sit down and go, hey, remember when you hit your sister yesterday? Yeah. Let's talk about that. And we just read this, this 
um, little bit about the in mm-hmm. the Bible mm-hmm. about what Jesus wants you to do. Mm-hmm. How does that relate? Mm-hmm. You know, so really coming back to the heart of the matter, right. you know, and not just looking at don't hit your sister. You know, like, <laughs> why did you hit your sister? Like, right. I'm, you know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. is really easy. What heart change do we need to work on right. rather than just stop what you're doing? Stop right now? <laughs> what you're doing, which, <laughs> which is, is what I want. But sometimes like... <laughs> that's all you can do. But this can really help you to in the long run. In the long run. I can, I can remember we have these like ABC Bible verse cards um, and this literally A through Z, a different verse, and the verse starts with the letter A or the verse, and I have them up at our dinner table, kind of in the decorations, and I change them every couple weeks, and we practice them, and oh my gosh, I remember one day, Cooper was so, so angry, and he was about to lash out, he, we really have to work on, we really work on his tongue, and he gets that from me, taming his tongue, Um, (laughs) but he literally stopped right before he was about to say something ugly to his sister and he looked at the bible verse card and it was like you know (laughs) like basically you know words of honey and I was like oh god thank you Jesus for stepping in right now because I think I might have got really angry if he just yelled at her or something so he it's just things that stick we repeat the same bible verse and talk about what it means and what it looks like in our life and it starts to soak in and that's what we want right that's the discipleship I want them to have the foundation of knowledge right so that way he can turn to it on his own if I'm not there to remind him what that bible verse is right right I I, that reminded me of a conversation I had with my 10 year old the other day um she had a bit of a meltdown Mm. and came back afterwards and all she could say to me was I'm just so embarrassed like I'm so embarrassed that I couldn't Mm. she didn't say these words but she was embarrassed that she couldn't control herself in the moment right you know and so you know and I was like well you know let's let's look at what Paul said in the Bible about how he does things that he doesn't want to do and right. he doesn't do the things that he knows he should do like right. it this is human you mm-hmm. know and it doesn't mean that we should feel bad about ourselves or that we should you know have that negative talk all those kinds of things but you know, people it's, make mistakes. It's reality. it's reality. So how can we fix that? Right. Right. And so, yeah, it's it's really important. It's really important to spend those time that time with your kids and have those conversations for sure. I think as a parent, it also makes it easier for me to say, I just messed up. Like, right. I just I just did what I've been asking you not to do, and I'm going to own it in front of you, and I'm going to realize like, see we all mess up we're all learning like I'm a sinner too so I'm sorry you know it just makes it it truly just strengthens strengthens your relationships as a family so that you can have those like uncomfortable moments and we all move through them and learn and I've seen that the fruit of that in my 13 year old who comes to me and has what I don't want to talk about, like all these conversations about things that I'm like, really? <laughs> but she brings these questions to me because she knows my mom's going to tell me the truth. Right. And she's going to tell me it through the lens of the Bible. Right. 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 And so we can have these conversations and I'm all about discipling your kids in your home. 100%. When your children are gone, they, that's it. That's the end of parenting. Like you, you, unless they ask you, you don't have that right anymore to speak into them. So these 18 years, they're in your house. You have to do your best to 
teach them and talk to them. And these things are going to assist you in that. Oh, huge. And there's, they, I think because you think, man, how do I even start this? What does this even mean? But really just one little thing every day makes the biggest impact that you couldn't even imagine. So you right. just like, that's my, just, just do it. Just start even right. small one verse. Actually, like years ago, we started with just a verse a week. And then we were able to expand into, you know, a little more reading and stuff like that. And it's just, it is a measurable, the impact it's made on our family. That's great. Okay. So let's talk about the family that has little kids. Mm -hmm. So let, you know, that Babies. family that has, you know, four under three or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? My kids are too young for this. What would you say? I would say that's a lie from the devil. Like, I love you. And I know it's a really hard time, but that's just not true. They are, you're never too young. I mean, I did my Bible time with babies on my lap and granted they couldn't hear anything. They didn't know anything. They're crawling on me. They're ripping the pages of my Bible. <laughs> they're taped together, but they're there. And they, first of all, see you modeling being with the Lord. And then second of all, once they can, you can sing them Bible songs. They're young enough to hear those seeds of worship, family CDs. Like we live by those and Emma just, dances unto the Lord all the time and sings those songs. And we started that when she was like one or two, um, when she could barely toddle around. There's just lots of really little ways, like to simplify baby verses and um, even just reading storybooks that are devotional or, you know, Jesus-based books. That's a family devotional moment right there with little bitty babies. Right, So right. I, I think there's always a way to put like two minutes of a snippet together with your little people. And they just soak it in. They really do. Right. It just looks different, right? It looks way different. It I think different. you just have to, yeah, change your expectation. It doesn't have to be a half hour conversation. Right. Because nothing lasts half an hour when you have little tiny people. Absolutely. <laughs> Except for maybe the half hour before dinner. That just never Or bluey. Ends. Yeah, bluey. <laughs> <laughs> you know. True. <laughs> All right, so let's get to what are your favorite family devotion resources? Oh, I we've really used so many over the years, but I did bring a list of the ones that we've been reading right now. The cards I talked about, they are from like, it's the She Reads Truth. I'm sure a lot of women out there have heard about them, but they have Kids Read Truth, ABC Bible cards, and they're real pretty. Like they're meant to be put up on the wall um, and they look nice. So that's just kind of a bonus. But um, I love those. Those are really awesome. I also have these little like small four by four uh, truth for today cards that are Bible verses and they've got a little picture on them and we keep those in the car. We always pray on our way to school. We pray on the way to school and um, usually have like, I use them as affirmations, I guess. Those are really huge, obviously, but we can affirm our children with Bible verses too and it tells them what they are and whose they are and things mm -hmm. like that. So we, you know, those little cards are awesome. My son who's seven, loves Levi Lesko's latest um, Roar Like a Lion 90 Day oh. Devotional. We did that one. We started it halfway through the summer, so we're almost done. But he loves that one. It's got lots of fun facts for, like, you know, those, like, inquisitive minds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it links in something in the world to a really cool biblical principle. He loves that one. And Emma, we've used the one-year, you know, there's the one-year Bible, but it's the one-year devotional for preschoolers, and it's the cutest little pictures and the cutest little drawings, and I did it with Cooper when Emma was an infant, but we started every year again and do it with Emma, and she loves those, so lots of holiday things, too. We have the same holiday traditions that we um, pull out every year, and the kids just kind of, it's fun to see them grow. The first year we do them, 
We've got one word answers to questions. And now Cooper's done the same traditions three, four, five years. It's cool how DP can go with like. Mention a couple of those holiday uh, things. Um, new traditions, crafts. It's really, really cool. There's a little ornament that comes for 25 days. Uh, you pull it up, we hang it up on a separate little mini tree on our dinner table. Um, and there's a, a, a Bible verse and a little story and it works through the gospel of, you know, the story of Jesus from his birth or from his birth to death. Um, so it's not just Christmas, but his whole life in our relationship with Jesus. Um, so it's really, really fun. There's just, the kids love to guess what, after we read the story, oh, I think this is the, the day that the donkey comes out of the bag, and I think this is the day that the doves are there, and um, that's one of my favorite ones. And there's also a really cool Easter one from that company, too, where there's just little, like, decorative egg cards, which obviously isn't mm -hmm. all that religious, but, <laughs> um, you know, it's a nice little, we put it on a little garland in the kitchen behind the table, and we do one devotional a day. It reminds me of resurrection eggs, you yes. know? Yes, oh, and like, we do resurrection eggs, which has its own little story, too. Right. And I would say that's a devotional that you Absolutely. with your family. So, yeah. Absolutely. We, as my kids have gotten older, we've done more Advent-type yes. things. Um, and there's lots of resources out there, but Pinterest I love is always Christmas, your so still. I'll do all the Christmas things, all of them. I want to. And anyway. I don't love Christmas, which is why... <laughs> why I have a resource really, that I turn it's to. It's really surprising that we're friends, it honestly. Is. It Not is. really. <laughs> I mean, I that wanted part. to share one. I wanted to share a couple that I brought with me. Yes. This is one that literally we just went into Mardell mm -hmm. and we, we were looking around and we picked up this one. It's called Sticky Situations, 365 Devotions for Kids and Families. And each page is basically like um, a scenario. So it's like, um, my brother stole my toy mm -hmm. and I wanted to, you know, and then it says, should I? And then it gives you four That's awesome. answers. My kids love this. They're like, you know, everybody has a different opinion about what they should do and who, you know. And so we get to discuss, all of us, what it is that, how do you think we should handle this situation? Um, another one that I absolutely love. This is a really love, fun one. Love, love, love. And you can pick up in our Parent Resource Center is this very best hands-on kind of dangerous family devotions. Now this one is a little more in depth. So it you is. have to be committed for this one. But there are all kinds of topics in here. Um, and so you pick your, t and they're from like little kids all the way up through like teenagers i would say this one's really good for a mom who is committed to this but maybe as a skeptical husband or a skeptical kid that's not 100 percent committed to wanting to dive into things like this this is a fun one we've done we've done some of these at so our these house. are all object lessons so you're <clears throat> gonna do some kind of a an activity or something together and it's going to show you whatever the bible truth that we are yeah. trying to get to so this one's really a lot of fun we're going to list all of these resources for you in the show notes yeah so you'll have them all if you are interested Erin, thank you so much yeah. for ha for coming on today thanks for having you. having this conversation with me it was a lot of fun and we're so glad that you joined us today we hope that you will um, subscribe and share this with your friends. We'll see you next time.